Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> Alright, what is up everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show presented by TLR Coatings and Premier Custom Trailers. So we got custom powder coating, custom Cerakote, vapor blasting on anything custom you got, and then we got people that make custom trailers. This is a custom show. It is. We should start another show that's all about custom, like West Coast Customs, but like Michigan Customs or something. About Coles Customs. No. Okay. It's a terrible name. That's, that's, <laughs> so, that's so boring. Oh, man. No. Uh, but for real, thank you guys to the sponsors. Um, make sure to look them up, TLR Coatings. If you guys need anything powder-coated, Cerakoted, I know it's huge with dirt bikes and street bikes and pit bikes and all that kind of cool stuff. I know this because, obviously, we're doing a dirt bike show, and I own multiples of these, and I do all this stuff on my own, so I know this. Um, so if you need any of that stuff, oh god, oh god, we got interference going. Oh, this is terrible. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. It's the aliens. Oh god, oh god, move wires. Okay. Oh wait. Just mount that up there. Put it right there. Just about. Oh god. Okay. All right. There we are. Anyway, this is our first time using this whole setup, guys. So comment down below with what you think um we've got everything split off of everything here and uh yeah so hopefully if we do get some static i'm sorry about it we're working on it we're working through all the bugs here so we'll try to see i tried to test this stuff out as much as i could so um like we said we're gonna we're back this is a regular show this is show 151 151 rum. i was just going there <laughs> uh we are wrapping up houston one we're gonna get uh kevin moran's on here but he is doing getting his tires done or something at the track so he's gonna be a few minutes so we will start talking a little bit here about houston one and our thoughts on it uh we obviously are doing the fantasy podcast too if anybody is doing fantasy um we're actually going to film the fantasy podcast for the tuesday race immediately after we film this so both these videos are probably going to come out on tuesday uh together so make sure to check that out if you are playing fantasy again we play on pulp mx fantasy we give away prizes we have big year-end prizes we have weekly prizes we're trying to do on most of the weeks we just gave away a set of fmf goggles did you get that guy's information off of insta yeah, that stuff should be going out today so okay. congratulations to him perfect and, uh, yeah i can't what was his name todd c or something uh, i don't I believe remember so. i'd have to double check i I've say getting a lot of a lot of messages and a lot more follows and a lot of new stuff on the instagram so it's really cool to see everybody interacting yep pretty much we got we got a like do you did you hear that what? Wait, chase sexton liked one of the pictures our man over here is oh god what picture was it? we're back to static keep going just keep talking uh it was him just crashing and it was like him off spread eagle is that the one that you put up he's taking the jump man to the next level yeah i didn't put it oh, up you Cole did? put it up okay that's funny yeah, yeah. was that during practice I, it must have been. Yeah, yeah that's ever, true. Yeah, I just see little nuggets like that, and I post them. That's funny. I say ever since ever since I put Cole on the old Instagram, he's uh he's did he prove his off. worth? He's proven his worth. He's yeah. getting there. Yeah. Did you watch the Gruy interview? 
Yeah, well, I listened to it, yeah. Okay, yeah, so the Gruy interview, he did that whole thing. Yeah, so, it was nice. I liked it. I mean, I, I like John. recorded audio, dude. but yeah. Other than that, I yeah. did all the video stuff and the yeah. thumbnail and all that. I sent it to him. He's like, dude, it's so weird listening to yourself talk. Yeah, it's it is. So I'm like, yeah, trust me, you get used to it. So It's like when you talk and then you hear your voice for the first time over like a message and you're like, I actually sound like that? <laughs> God, that's terrible. Oh, my God, it's horrible. So... Anyway, um, so we're back at Supercross, boys. We're back at the oh race my this God. year. Houston won. Yeah, um, little different. We have the pod seating going on. I heard 10, 12,000 people is what they were doing there yeah, for 10. it. So introduce us, bro? No. Oh. No, he doesn't care Why would I do anymore? that? I don't know. All right, co-hosting the show with me today. <laughs> As per normal over here. I mean, you guys were already talking, so whatever. I need to go back yeah, to doing my. I need to go back to doing my notes where I write shit out because it goes a lot better than. Well, it's a lot of distraction with this whole new setup here. It's crazy. Like I said, make sure to comment down below what you think. I know we need to get these chords organized, and yes, we may have some static come across, and I apologize, but we're working on it. Okay. Yeah, give us feedback on everything. The thumbnails that we've been doing on the channel, the the posts that we've been doing a little differently, how raw the Twitter can be sometimes. Um, Travis's spelling errors. Insight I have a lot a, of those. G. <laughs> I noticed that on the video. Insight, you put I-N-S-I-G-T. Well, yeah, whatever. It's fine. I'm like, you what? should see one of the ones on the Facebook. Oh, man. Oh, I, put, I misspell shell. I'm so used to, so to autocorrect at this point that it's like I'll go through, and if it doesn't pop up red or red underlined, it, like, I don't even pay attention. I just keep going. And then you guys will text me and be like, bro, it's misspelled. Check like, your oh, work. Shit. No. No. <laughs> Fuck that, okay? You know, what they told, you know what they told me in school? They told me I would never have a calculator in my pocket. Motherfucker, here it is. They told me I would wow, never. That was, that was so loud. loud. They told me Good I would God. never be able to have a dictionary in my pocket. Boom, right there it is. There's all this shit they told me. You know me what my teachers used to tell me? That you sucked? They hate me. Oh, well, yeah, that happens too. When you're Static's a shitbag. What? What'd you say? Oh, God. Static. 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 Two, Static. One, two. Like I said, we're working this all out. Also, if it looks like we're midget sitting at this table, I built this table to like a inch above normal desk height and then did not buy desk chairs yet. So that's where we're at with that. So that's why we're sitting a little low, but it's fine. We'll get there. Don't worry. It's a work in progress, okay? I can only do so many things at one hey, time. This is not Travis's bedroom. Throwback 2017. <laughs> Go watch him. The original. The original. We were in a corner. Bro, do you remember show two? <laughs> Do you remember show two? Yeah. Well, we were doing it at, at Angel Stadium. No, no. We weren't even at Angel Stadium. We were in the parking lot oh, of yeah. that fucking theater place. And we were looking in, in front, front of it, Angel and we were Stadium. like, hey, there it is, but we can't get in into it. In front of the rental car. We were like, hey, so we're here to talk about A1 wrap-up. Do you remember when we were <laughs> doing it in the ho- after the third round? Uh, we were in the hotel like next to the oh, pool. Oh, God, yes. We were next to the pool, which was actually awesome. That would be a great That's background. Like, that shit's unique, though. Yeah. No, it's raw. Raw dog. <laughs> raw raw dog in it bring it back dude bring okay it back. bring it back so let's just do the show in a random fucking spot do you want me to <laughs> right in the middle of travis right in middle of travis's garage should, like in the summer lot. we should just go put it in the middle in between the finish line outside yes just put it on top of the top of the finish line jump on the track and just yeah. sit there um all right fine let me introduce you guys then so we've got our normal co-host here who's been here with us since the beginning justin yeah. washed up mechanic Thanks, you ever gonna man. go back to that Maybe if I find the right person to work I, for. I tried to get you on board with Morantz. Oh, uh, did he find one? He, I don't know for every round. Oh. Uh. All I know is I can't do it on the rounds I'm going to. So I've got the kid and the chick with me the first round, the chick's with me the second round. I'm not going to just dump get rid them, of them off. So what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you just say? You can work for me, bro. Are you doing the pro nationals? 
Donate you, to Patreon, and we'll use some of that. You want to know who's doing the pro nationals? Colt. Who? You want to know who's doing them? Who? Jeff Walker. Well, yeah. Well, he's, he's also doing Supercross, but he's also riding in the hills with Jerry Robbins. So you're Cole, saying, are you're you saying Jeff's better than you? He definitely has a lot more. Cole, are you and me going to load up in a van and go to the nationals? Yes. We're gonna yes. film it. It ask seems like that's the thing. Rusty. Okay, well, I'm I'm down to film it all. Should I'm we call Rusty right deal, now? But I gotta have financial support. Should we call Rusty right now? Ask him. Hey, call is Cole? If he'll fund it. Hold if he'll on. fund it. Hold on, you guys keep talking. I'll call. I'll cold call him. Call. Yeah, this dude. Cool. We're you, trying out some cold. Cole, calling. Cole, you and you and me load up in a in a van and we'll go do some nationals this year. Bring we, him back we, to we the old have days. The whole squad though, that'd be more fun. That's true. You're gonna you're gonna start training. Are, I'm though? never gonna qualify. It's just all about having fun, dude. There's you know how many people go to every national that don't qualify, a and I can name like a thousand people. You know how much money probably came out of their pocket? Kyle Glass for one. Oh what? What? Yeah. Well, you know. Oh, oh static. Oh, steady. We'll just we'll just do. Custom hey, by the way, did you guys see the schedule for 2021? The outdoor schedule. Yeah. Starting off at Paula, ending in Paula and Hangtown, and no WW. I bet he won't answer. Let's see. Should be at work. <laughs> He's a boss, so he'll answer. Oh, he's a boss? Maybe not. No. So quiet. Great radio. Great We're radio. doing really good. This at is it. a gentleman that sponsors the show, by the way. Yeah, he does. He's, he'll get me up with the trailer, so. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up. Oh, yeah, that's okay. How can you be a boss and not have your uh, voicemail he's set up? not a boss. He's a salesman. Oh. I don't even know who he is. The family, who, Rusty? The family yeah. You've never met Rusty? I've... Well, I've been around him, but I've never talked to him. Rusty That's weird. Nuts, 838. Yeah, yeah I have him in my phone as Rusty Nuts. All right, can we did, get... Speaking of which, did you go over to his house to watch a race the other night? I did. How was that? It was good. Bunch of dudes in a garage or what? No, a lot of us brought our famales with us. Oh, well. I told him I had the kid, and they never... I said, thanks, but I got the kid, so probably not, and they never responded, but... Oh, he's pretty terrible at responding. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because if I'd have known there was going to... Like, were there other kids? No. Oh, okay. Never mind then. <laughs> I was like, if I didn't well, know there was none of us be... are over thirty. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that does make sense then. So, all right, cool. Uh, Kev said he's got about fifteen minutes here. So, hey we... Cole, you know what I saw on my Facebook this morning? Oh boy, I saw an oh, old boy. I saw an old post from like ten years ago where you and me were talking about pterodactyls. People have already stopped uh, listening. Yeah, we're know, at Wathen, I know what this is from. We're at Wathen's house and we were talking about pterodactyls. Justin and was in love with this chick. I was. Oh boy! You talking about Kelsey? Oh boy! Not in love, go. dude. She was my best friend. Shut oh up, boy. Here we go. Oh god, we're back to that. This is gonna be awesome because people are gonna be like, "This has nothing to do with Moto, but we're getting insight into their lives." Well, you guys want to talk about the Houston track a little bit before Hang we get on, Kevin? You want to have it even more plot twist? Oh, oh boy. boy! Tom Cooper was dating her at the time, I think. Oh boy, Tom Cooper. No. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> dude, I forgot about that. Tom is supposed to be on the Wednesday shows. Really? Yeah, because oh. since we're gonna do the Wednesday shows to wrap up the Tuesday races here, so we'll. Drop those shows on Thursday. On? Oh yeah, I talked to him already about it. He's supposed to be because we're just gonna do a call in. Like I'm just gonna, oh. we're just gonna film a podcast. I'll just throw it up like Weege does with like the logo or something. Um, we'll just do it that way for the however many Tuesday shows we got for this year since everything's weird. So, what did you guys think of the Houston track? So basic. I mean, it's the yeah. first round. Um, they always do it pretty basic. I think the dirt looked good. It was super tacky. It was tacky. It was good. A lot of stutter bumps coming out of the corners. Yeah, by the LCQs, though, they were hitting concrete. Yeah. Yep, I did see some concrete, um, which is normal. Sketch. That's sketchy. But have you, talk, have you guys listened, though, with Mathis talk about that, like how much less dirt they've been bringing into these rounds? Of course. They're trying to save money. The 
I mean, the only gnarly rhythm section that was there was the one after the whoops because there was just so many different options. Yeah. I mean, you could go and three like over the on-off, double into the corner, or go two, three onto the table, wheel tap, three off. That was like the only thing that was, that was technical. Cool. I but, like that. But the whoop section, though, I mean, let's be honest, that was one of the smallest set of whoops I think I've oh, yeah. seen in a that long was time. Tiny. That was a big, gnarly set of whoops. Kenny would have won. For sure. Yep. So. 100%. So, but, yeah, no. I mean, like Cole said, they always do this every year at A1. I mean, they just they don't want to throw some of the gnarly. Like, okay, but right can, away. We, can we talk about the one gnarly spot in that, which was that three, that, what was it, two, three, and then like that on off after the whoops there? Yeah, the one the we were end, just talking about. The end of that sec. Yeah. Shit, fuck, static. Got it. Um, yeah, because, dude, that was gnarly. Because, like, when they were doing that wheel tap, I'm like, man, that's not doable for 15 plus one even. Like, well, there's no RJ, way. RJ, almost RJ. Oh, my God. Our, we'll get into RJ when we get into 250s. But that section was sketchy, though, for the 250s, especially late in the main or in the mains when coming out of that right-hander, like when it was square edge where they had to go onto the table and have the option. Because, like, when you come off the backside of the off, like, there was no transition and there was really no face. So, like, if you mistimed it a little bit, you would hang the front wheel over and you would just bounce into the corner. But, like, everybody was struggling with it. The only one that was really getting over that clean was Jet that was wheel tapping it. Other than that, like... I saw Marv do it a couple times. It was pretty good. Well, I mean, as far as the 250s and stuff, yeah, the 450 guys, they got word to the point that they were just three and off at that point. All right, you guys ready to get Kev on here? That's why I started going crazy. Hold on. Oh, God, sorry, static. Wow, that sounded, wow, that's terrible. That sounded super weird. When that is so terrible. Tapping the buttons. How bad is this going to be when it oh, comes man, through? Oh, it's going to be horrible. I don't know what to do about it right now. Might have to cut it out. Yo, Kev? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Yo, you there? Yeah. Are we live or are we not live? We're pretty live. Yeah, that sucks. I don't know why that's not playing. Yeah, we're, right we're pretty live. We're pretty, pretty close. Li pretty live. <laughs> it's insightful. We're trying to make it work. We got a lot of static. Sorry. This is like 2003. This is like, yeah, this is old days. This is old school. This is so hillbilly. This is like oh, AM man, radio. This is terrible. I don't know why this is doing this right now. Drawing pants. Yo, hold up. Watch this. Y'all ready? Let's try this. All right, you there? Yeah, that's way better. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know why that's giving me so many You can blame problems. Travis for that. Look, dude, we're just he trying. Went, he went down to five below and bought the cord. Dude, <laughs> I did not buy the cord off five below, okay? I bought the cord off Amazon. 99 oh, cent Amazon, store. I think our big problem is the fucking dongle not that's got to plug into the thing. That's not an actual Apple dongle. The, the Dollar Tree? Oh, it's not Apple. That's Whatever. Cool. Anyway, so Kev, we're talking about the track. You're here. This is a new section for us, everyone. We actually have someone that's rode the track. Sponsor rider Kevin Moran's on the line with us here. He's going to give us some insight as to what it was really like to ride the Houston One track. So, Kev, go ahead, man. Give us give us some insight here. All righty. Sorry. Let's take off my jacket. So, uh, insight overall, I thought the track was, I want to say it, it, was, it was simple, but it was technical at the same time. Um, like, there was kind of one main line, um, at least for a privateer bike, let's put it that way. Uh, and the biggest thing was everybody was doing pretty much the same thing through the whole track besides the two rhythm sections after the whoops. So the gnarliest thing on the track was, you know how people were going, like, up on top of that uh, tabletop and then trying to, like, wheel tap off or three off or stuff like that? Yeah. 
So that was probably definitely the gnarliest part of the track um, because I was trying to go. I did a couple different things. I went two, three on, off, and then double into the corner. But that transition to try to double into the corner was so steep and just like yeah, you tight. had to not mess up at all to get it. So like that's obviously where the wheel tap or the three off was faster. But your boy uh, did not feel comfortable doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a couple people that pretty much died on it. So I was like, yeah, let's, let's first round. Like, we already got some good lines in the other rhythms. I had I figured out the other rhythm pretty quick, going two in out of the corner and then three, three, D, I think two into the corner. So, yeah, going – that was probably the next most difficult thing was trying to three the second uh, thing right before the corner uh, because it was very tall. Is that is the exact same jump that you saw Osborne's crap on in uh, – uh, that was a bike problem. We're fine. Everything's normal. There's Situation's no we, good. man. There's no we. It's not you and Zacho. <laughs> we no, are does, we are fine. Just kind of know how much of a Zach Homer you are. Zach, AC, Sexton. <laughs> Look, we're yeah, used we're to okay. be Eli, kind of Kenny. So I, I, was, I was pretty stoked with how everything went. To be honest. Yeah, that was a great ride from you, man. Going straight into the main. And then what'd you end up? 12th? Was that what it was? 13th. 13th. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. No, that was great. Um, so, uh, I guess track question for you: the uh, after the finish line, there was that little double double thing or whatever. How gnarly was that? Did you ever try to quad that? <laughs> uh, absolutely not. I don't know if any two fifty. RJ. Did RJ do it? RJ tried it in practice. Did it work? No, he framed <laughs> it and bounced into the corner, Kenny style. Uh, yeah, Man, that, knew, that's gnarly. Like uh, I was watching that. Craig and... was three wanting it all night. Yes, but that looks smoother for a 250. I, yeah, that's like a lot of abruptness, I guess. I don't really know how to say it, but it's like a lot of uh, moving with your body, trying to three one into the corner and slapping into the corner over just the smoother double double, and then just use your momentum through the corner. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, um, that's, did that's kind of was I went on that. was the track down to concrete anywhere? Like legit down to concrete? No. No, I didn't see it anywhere like that. The thing that sucked was before the whoops, that corner, everybody was hugging that inside, and there was that one inside rut that was just ridiculously, like, edgy. So if you came in, it was really hard to just be smooth with it because it would always get a hook or a bump or a uh, uh, square edge or something like that. So hmm. I mean, other than that, the track was actually pretty good. Well, that's cool. Early, but it was good. That's cool. It, it looked like a lot in the... Uh... In the 450 main, at least. I don't know about the 250s. Not as bad, I guess. But well, I the, the, the ruts seemed really chattery. Like, I was really hoping they were going to fix all the corners before we started, and they didn't. Specifically the one after the loops. And, like, we just kept cutting down farther and Can farther and farther because we were trying to stay out yeah, the ruts. Yeah, sounds pretty tight. Pretty tight. Okay. Um, so, uh, you guys got any other questions about the track for him? No. Okay. I just want to know how I felt. Yeah, I just yeah, concrete was a big question. Um, the only other thing was how sick did he feel in that fly kit? That looked <laughs> like, Jesus, dude, that is the literally the most badass gear I've ever worn. Like it looks so sick. How many how many sets did they hook you up with per round? I got one set. What? So they literally told me they're like, when we say that this is LE gear, like limited edition gear, they said they only ordered. I don't think I'm going to get in trouble for this. I highly doubt it. But they only ordered 500 sets of it, period. Like, all sizes, like, 500 total. Hmm. So, like, all 
the racers only got like one or two sets. Obviously, besides like Osborne, they got a few sets. But like, I, they only gave me one set. And they said, "This is night show only with you." And I was like, "Sound good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll wear that once and I'll put it in the uh, put it on the wall. Yeah, yeah. So like, they literally only have there's only 500 sets of gear. Like, period of that. That's got to feel pretty cool though. Yeah, it's sick. <laughs> this is definitely by far my favorite gear I've ever worn. Sweet. So, um, yeah. you uh, you Airbnb in it this week in Houston then? Or are you sleeping in your van? Um, no, um, I was pretty fortunate that guy would take me up to the line because I don't have like mechanics every round. Um, so, that that was kind of like his name's Chris Fagala. He's part of our kind of team. Um, he's like the uh, mental coach slash pastor slash, uh, you know, just kind of helps us mentally and, and with anything that we need religiously. Uh, so he's like a huge part of the mental side of what we got going on. And he's, he's been able to just take me to the line because I don't have anybody else here, which has been very, very huge. Cool. Do you, um, do you have anyone lined up for the other rounds? Do you need someone? We can, we can put this out there. We don't have a huge following, but maybe somebody yeah, comes sure. through. Like, right now, Okay. That's that's all they're allowing. So like for instance, like down here, I don't have anybody with me. Like I'm solo mission right now. So I technically have three passes that people could have came and I could have gotten them. You know what I mean? Okay. But it's a lot easier it's a lot more difficult than just saying like cool hey, you number. right now, oh okay, I'm just gonna come down and tell like, No, you gotta be here like a week early, you gotta get COVID tested <laughs> and it's like you gotta pay for your COVID testing. Like it's a lot of just BS that doesn't make it as simple as it used to be. Which, by the way, I find that stupid. So, at these next rounds, the biggest thing for me is that I can't afford that. to fly somebody around and fly them in early, but, uh, pay for hotel rooms, and X, Y, Z, because you have to be here a couple so, days early to get tested, right? Yeah. So, I'm just going to try to find somebody at every round that already semi-lives close, um, so I don't have to, like, pay for them to stay anywhere uh, that can just more or less do the, the simple check over of the bike and whatnot. Like, we have motor issues. Like, we're done regardless, probably. <laughs> but the biggest thing I'm looking for is just somebody that can, like, check the spokes, tighten up uh, a chain. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll have you covered on Indy. Clean the bike real good. And oh, that's right. You guys are going to Literally just about it. And then they obviously have to be, like, capable of maybe, like, leading some brakes or swapping a set of bars in between, you know, heat and main or something like that if we have problems. But other than that, man, it's really not that what Cole are you trying to do this in Indy? Oh no! I'd say I'm. Well, he probably knows Scotty too hot. Troyer, he's the TPJ guy. I think he might be helping you out in Indy. Scott Troyer. Scotty? Yeah, you know Scott Troyer. No, I don't think so. Oh, I mean, I, I, he's part of the TPJ what? thing. He's pretty tight with Ted, and he's out of Indianapolis area. So I didn't know if he got a Wait, hold of you. Connor's dad. Maybe, maybe I know. I've had a few people hit me up, but it's like Connor's dad.
stays in a hotel, like you're looking way over a grand. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So like that's another thing that I'm I'm actually still trying to find figure this out for sure is where I'm going to be staying for every round. I know Chris, he's traveling around his camper, so like worst case scenario, I think I can just sleep in the back of his camper. But uh, like this weekend, like I'm able to stay at his uh, brother's house, which has been huge. So I'm just going to try to maybe find. You know, family friends or moto friends, just kind of through the industry that maybe have an extra room that I crash in at every round. That way I'm not having to get a hotel for 12 days, you know what I mean? Well, I told you, for Indy, we'll be there uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday night, so we got a couch. I'm sure you yeah, want to stay with Travis, his girlfriend, and his, and his kid. <laughs> I'm sure you'd love that. Bro, it's free. What do you mean? Don't be yeah, hating. Exactly. Don't be. Don't be hating on the free. What if, okay. What if Kev's out at the bar and Indy comes home? He's got some. Kev's more why, serious. Why is that? Kevin gonna be? Why is Kevin gonna be at the bar? Kev's yeah, way more serious. You won't catch me at the bar. Why is? Yeah, exactly. Well, if, okay. He might not go to the bar. Maybe he goes to a nice fine establishment. Trying to say he's going to a strip nice club. Are you trying to say he's going to go to the strip club? Is that what you're saying? Because no. I wouldn't go to a strip in his club mask. in Indy. I'm just saying, what if he tries to mingle with a lady and you got your family? In Kevin there? is more serious it's than that. It's a two-bedroom suite. Well, it's a two-room suite, bro. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm too serious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look, look, all I'm saying is I've talked about it, okay? You're trying to say you and Austin aren't going to hit the town? Me and who? Not you, him. Oh, I was like, what? Not who you. Who the fuck is Austin? <laughs> You got any updates for us on the Forkner front? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I talked to him, uh, yeah, like pretty much all night. It's actually pretty, it's nice to kind of be able to talk to him a little bit bullshit. But, um, bro, what's it? Don't, don't bring it up. Don't bring up the Sexton thing, man. Nah, he's doing good. Bro, you uh, brought it up. He was going to say it, though. I'm just making sure he doesn't. What? No, I was going to say, what's the chances you get Forkner on the show when we're oh, in Indy here? Because <laughs> I think that would be great. What? You hate him. I know. That's why it'd be great. Oh, my God. Very slim, I would have to say. Well, that's unfortunate, but whatever. God. I don't <laughs> know what you were expecting. Oh, dude, we could, we could just tell me, just tell like, we could do an intervention. Be like, bro, look, this chick, she's going to ruin your life. Okay? An intervention. Oh, God. Hey, I would only shit I'm, at him slightly. I'm a believer in Austin. Travis is the one that don't like him. I mean, there's a lot of people that go both ways. I would have to say I'm a believer as well, though. There's a lot of people that go both ways. That's stop. Stop. Dude, just stop. <laughs> the show's going off the rails quick. God. All right. So we've got we've got more than enough information out of you, man. Is there anything else you want to hang out and talk some more here as I restart the cameras? Or you good? You got stuff to do? No. I'm down, bro. I'm just waiting for... Uh, I just dropped my build off the trolley, so I'm just kind of chilling for a little bit. All right, cool. Well, we're going to take a quick, like, two-second break here because this is our intro stuff here, our, our whole intro scene where we talk about the track and uh then we'll talk 250 so just stay on the line here a second and we'll get right back to it okay man yeah for sure okay all right guys that's been uh our track talk our intro sorry we had some technical difficulties there that kind of shit happens and uh we're gonna take a quick two two second break here Especially and come show. back with uh some 250 talk Okay, cool. So let's talk 250s. 
Kev, you're the special guest on the phone. Where you want to start with 250s? These are the guys you're racing. Who you want to talk shit on first? He doesn't talk shit about people, man. That's rude. <laughs> That was a subpar performance at best is where I'm going to go with this. Um, I kind of saw that I coming, think, man. I think Too much hype. He's probably, which actually Craig is surprised the hell out of me, but mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. I think he's definitely going to be a championship contender if he can just kind of relax a little bit. Dude's unreal talented, and obviously, you know, I race when younger, man. I don't want to give him that much problems, but I got you. <laughs> uh, but, uh, like, like, fuck that up, kid. Like, I honestly think he can get it done. But yeah, he's just got to relax a little bit and be able to take that fourth if he needs to take a fourth or a third if he needs to take a third and uh, just continue getting those points instead of making little mistakes like he did at the end of uh, uh, that race right there. I actually almost hit him when he uh, well, RJ did hit him. Back up. I don't know if y'all saw that. Uh, yeah, I think I saw you because I was like, we're on TV again. <laughs> and then we saw RJ blast. RJ, well, yeah. I mean, he just... Yeah, oh, yeah, he was on for a whole lap all the way to the finish. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's nice. I like had to rewind it, take the video, send it to you, be like, bro, we're on TV for so long. Hey, there is one person, though, I want Kevin's opinion on. Maximus Voland. Cause, he uh, surprised me a little bit. Yeah, but still, factory KTM rider, all this hype around him. I want, I want Kev's opinion on Max Voland. Kev, what do you think about Max Voland, man? Do you think it's too much too soon? And then he came around me. I mean, he's young. I mean, he had a little bit more aggression than me at that point. Obviously, he had a little bit more than me, I'm sure. But, no, I mean, I think he's – yeah, I would have to say he's good, but I don't know, you know, obviously being the only factory KTM rider. He's young. It is his first race. I mean, he's good for his first race, but being that one rider, you think they'd have somebody a little bit more experienced and better. Yeah, because I'm not on board for that. I think it's too much too soon for a kid that young that didn't even race the A class. I didn't think it was terrible. I mean, he rode okay, don't get me wrong, but like it took him a good five to six laps to get around John Short. But JT made a very funny comment talking about fantasy, and they were like, well, yeah, he's a one handicap or something. And JT was like, I wouldn't have picked him at a one at Minios. Look, <laughs> wow, was there, was, there was a reason for that because he got ninth. <laughs> Yeah. Videos, yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to shit on him, but uh, we've talked about this, and like Kevin just said, like it's it's a lot when you're the only factor, the factory KTM rider. And the last time they had one was Marvin Muscan, and like yeah, he's got a long time to learn, but I think it's just a lot for one rider at his age. Yeah, but like I said, I don't think it was as terrible as what I I saw that going way worse. Okay, so I, I saw fifteen. I saw fifteenth to twentieth. But think about it though. Okay, so he got tenth, right? I think he got tenth. Yeah. Not, uh, ninth or tenth. But think about this though. Like, he was the last place factory rider. Yes, but I think that's what everyone expected. But that's the thing though. Is is like I obviously don't know in the minds of the KTM guys, but we kind of know how they think. They're used to success. And even Ian Harrison said like, yeah, we're not expecting a lot. But they're not expecting him to be the last place factory rider. Like, Mitchell Maybe. Oldenburg beat him. And that's no disrespect because Mitchell's a good rider. But, like, he was the last place factory guy. It took him a good six laps to get around John Short. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know, man. Like I said, the, 
I, I expected going in, I expected him to be somewhere like 15th to 20th, especially seeing how many O's went and all that kind of shit. I was like, man, this kid is going to struggle bus. And then we saw him in practice. He didn't look terrible. He got in the heat. He qualified straight in. I was like, huh, okay, that's not bad. We got to the main, yeah. and then he just ran his race. And I don't like I said, I don't think there's any expectations out of KTM. I know he's the only factory rider, and that usually comes with a ton of pressure because you are that factory Red Bull KTM. But I don't think he's got that this year. At I some think, point, though, he's going to have to start. I mean, I know it's obviously the first round and stuff, but I think that if we get to, like, the last indie round and he still hasn't gotten any better than the 10th, I think that it's going to start to change. Maybe, but I don't think that's going to be a problem. I don't know. I, yeah, I would have to say that he handled it pretty well being his first Supercross. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah you got to think about all the pressures on him. Like, he handled it pretty well. But I will also say this. I'll vouch for him on this. But that track... As long as you were able to like put in good laps, very very tough to pass on. Oh yeah, that that was my next thing. Like because like there was one kind of majority the main line, right? So like you gotta think after that triple, the supercross triple up to finish. Yeah, you can go inside or outside, and but it's it's pretty similar because then it just shaves down to that everybody was trying to hit that inside before the loops. Then you go through the loops, and there's kind of one main line to the uh, rhythm section unless you you know big ball it and go big on it then you can get around somebody but if not then you're turning and everybody's going two three three two to the inside to the inside before the finish everybody's hitting the same line before that triple after the finish like it was pretty tough to uh set somebody up unless they made a mistake and the whoops look like breaking bumps or at least on tv <laughs> were they small yeah I was, they were not very big i mean it was just they were easy let's put it that way yeah, yeah, and okay. I think when it comes to a gnarly set of whoops, he's going to struggle as well. I think when we get to Indy, when it's soft, it's it's. I think you're going to see him struggle. But I'm I'm not trying to shit on the kid. Like I'm just saying though, We've shit on him enough. I, at some point, KTM they're going to want something out of him, and I think that if he doesn't start showing up, then I think the conversation is going to change a little bit. But yeah, I think he did great. Um, I just like I said, being the only factory KTM rider and the first time back since Marv and Justin Hill, I just. I think that eventually it's it's going to start like, hey, you got to do something. Yeah, maybe. But how old is he? Sixteen. I thought he turned seventeen. Oh, did he? Uh, I don't know. To the kid, top ten first supercross. I think he's killing it. It's like a jet thing. Yeah. Obviously, he doesn't have as much hype. We're as jet, all, we're all just brainwashed of the sixteen-year-old success of like Stu and Millsap, Pastrana. Yeah. So so uh, can we talk about RJ is raw? RJ's, RJ's always been raw. Like. Real raw. Hey, how many? Just RJ. I was not surprised the least when he pushed the front. Hey, how many times is no. he going to push the face going up the face of a jump? Because he's done this like <laughs> ten million times in his career. <laughs> that the after the left hander where Zacho the rhythm section that single double across the start oh, where Christian oh, almost tagged yeah. the tough block. Like how many times is RJ going to do this? Because he's done this like a lot of times in his career. Like all the time. And I get it. You're like leaning in, rolling up the face, but you're trying not to get too much of a lean angle, and then you're shifting, and then all your momentum's going to the outside. But like he's done this quite a few times in his career, and it's like, dude, like I don't know, dude. That that on off section there about went to Indonesia. Oh my god! Every single time he would like go super front end high to do that wheel tap, and then it would just fucking huck him forward. And I was like, every time they had the camera on him and he did it, I was like, oh, my God, he's going to die. Like, we're going to watch RJ fucking die right well, here. Well, the whoops, too, man. Like, he was getting Oh, my loose. God. Yeah. yeah, it was That's bad. just how he is. That's just who he That's is. That's just who he This uh, is who he is. But, hey, man, though, once again, you always saw that raw speed. But, yeah, he if he just learned to calm it down, like, 5%, 
Like, maybe he'd get through a series. Yeah, well, you know, Stu is the same way. It's fine. Yeah, but Stu won. Jordan Smith's the same way. It's cool. Stop talking about Jordan Smith. Look, dude, we're going to talk a lot about Jordan Smith this year. Yeah, I don't think so, because he's not even going to come to the line. Well, that's true, too, which that will make me talk a lot about him in that show. We're going to talk about Cameron McAdoo a lot, too. Okay, well, anyway, um, okay, so uh, Austin Forkner. Solid second. Just mailed her in. I mean, he wasn't catching Christian, but I think it was great. I thought it was a good ride. He came from a little ways back. He had to get through some guys on a track that essentially wasn't easy to pass on. No. Um, him and Jet, though. Like, I was expecting a little bit more fireworks. He just passed him and gapped him. Yeah, Jet didn't really have anything for him the other no. day. It, to me, the Jet thing almost looked like he had nerves because it didn't look like he was riding like Jet rides. Well, jet is smooth and flowy. The moment that Fortner got around him, though, like, were you a little surprised, though, like when RJ and Colt were closing on him, like how he just didn't have anything after that? I don't – it wasn't like – He like didn't he, until you got to the end, and then you got to the end, and all of a sudden it was like Jet was right back there again. And it's like, wait, I think he calmed down and he got his heart rate down. Yeah, he, he chilled for a second think, and put another charge in. I think, I think Jet is putting too much pressure on himself. Because this is just my personal thought, right? Obviously, the kid's a badass. He was like that crazy race uh, with him and Ferrandis that he ended up knocking himself out. Like, the dude can win. But I For think sure. that when he came out and he's like, obviously, just the way Jet is, I think. I've never met the kid. I think. I, I, I don't know. But he thinks that he's, uh, obviously, you have to think that way when you're at that level. But he thinks he's top dog. So when he was trying to race with Austin, and he noticed that he was... I think he was just trying to push himself too hard, thinking that he needs to beat Austin right off the get-go, because I'm sure it's a mental thing. Yep. So I think that he was probably just a little bit flustered that he wasn't ahead of him or, you know, all over him or trying to pass him. It was vice versa. So I bet it was more of just him not being able to relax and focus on him. I think he was focusing too much on Austin. Well, it's kind of like in the heat race when Austin got around him, like... He tried running down the inside, and he faded too far, and he checked up, and then he clipped a tough block, and he stalled it. Yeah. You know. like no, I agree with what he just said 100%. Be there with Austin. I think he just needs to relax a little bit. So do you think that with saying that, because like, I feel like a lot of people are on the other side of it, they feel like everybody else is putting pressure on him. Do you feel that if he doesn't start performing, do you think eventually he's going to start getting in his own head all the time? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, he's young, so I'm sure that that will happen. It's like for me, it's different. I've never been in that situation. Never been on a factory ride kind of deal. Obviously, that's the goal. But I would have to say, like, I'm hard enough on myself that I really wouldn't kind of give a shit what other people said. Um, I would just kind of brush it off and try to focus on myself because as soon as you let somebody else, uh, for instance, say like a team manager or something like that, get in your head and like they're pissing you off, then it's not going to help your riding. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely wild how mental it is when you get to this level. Oh God, yeah. Hey, were you? Was anybody screaming at anybody on the on the start line? <laughs> oh Jesus! A la Cooper Webb in Utah last year. No. Well, that's lame. I would totally be doing that. I would be Cooper Webb in every single race, whether they could hear me or not. So and, wait, then, and then Travis would stall it coming out of the gate. I mean, that might Harvey happen, style. but so, it'd be fine. So I'd be in their head. Instead of talking about the factory guys, because we got a few more guys, can we talk about Kevin's ride? Uh, Kevin, are you happy with this? Like, I know it's first race, and I know that Travis said you got you didn't really have the good off season, but... This, this, is, this is the way I look at it, right? So, I want to be absolutely ecstatic, but I'm not. Yeah. Because to come out 
first round, like last year, first round, I had just had shitty luck to even make the main. So we transferred straight into the main from like 15th. So I came like 14th, 15th, up to 9th. Um, and then obviously did good in the main, tied my career best. I should be ecstatic. But I'm freaking pissed, to be honest, because I was in the top 10 and I had top 10 in the site. But it's not my cardio that's off. Like, obviously, I've been in the gym doing everything I possibly can. But realistically, I've only had five days on Supercross before this. So, you know, once we hit that halfway point, I was starting to fall off of John Short a little bit, just making stupid little mistakes, tightening up. So it's like the muscles that you use while you ride, for instance, like your arms, your shoulders, stuff like that. That's what gave way for me, and that's why I trickled backwards instead of staying up there and fighting to get into that top ten. So, to be really honest, uh, I have to be happy with it, considering hitting that deer, just all the shit that I had to deal with on the offseason, all the adversity I had to overcome. So I have to be stoked with it, but I'm not happy with it at all because I want to break that top ten, and that's, that's what we're going to do this year. So when you get halfway into the season, that's, that's your goal at that point is top ten? Yeah, I mean, I know that's always the goal for privateers so, and stuff, but like I that's. I'd be stoked because it was tying my best overall finish, but I'm not stoked because I had top ten in sight and I let it slip. Yeah, so, yep. that's kind of the gist. I thought it was great. I mean, no, I thought he no, rode good. No, uh, knowing the off season that you had, I, I thought it was great. So, well, especially after you yeah, you talked I, about I that. I can't be upset with it. Like it was good, but it needs to be better, and I want it to be better. Yeah, you but didn't. I think, I think that's a good. That's a good feeling. Like I'm happy that i'm not satisfied with that i guess the best way to put it yeah that's a that's a good way you didn't listen to our uh, our uh uh fantasy podcast the other day did you no i did not <laughs> okay good good because that they, they yeah were, travis was like, kind of a dick <laughs> I, I had you highlighted we were, me like, and cole I'm were taking. like are we gonna pick kevin and then travis told us that and we we're like ah. <laughs> i was like i was like in the nicest way possible he has not had a good off season so i would probably shy I mean, away from picking him here he's got the first a couple rounds he's got a seven handicap for tuesday so how, how, how are you feeling going to – this is a terrible spot to put him in. Hey, man, so we think about picking you for fantasy. No, 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 like we're not do doing that. Tuesday? We're not doing that. We're just asking. You do not listen to me whatsoever, right? You do whatever the hell you want to do because I'm not getting pinned on anybody. <laughs> All I'm saying is your boy never quit, and he's here to get shit done. Yeah, because if you quit, I'd have come through this fucking phone like a spider monkey at you and been like, what the fuck are we doing here, bud? Oh, I know Kevin don't quit. I remember those arena cross days. <laughs> That Liat helmet. Those arena cross days, getting into it with some people. Speaking speaking of arena cross and getting into it, y'all see that Alessi stank dog fucking man. I don't even. I don't screaming at each other. I don't even care. Like honestly, arena Bro, cross these days is not what he used Alessi, to be. Alessi, forty years old, not still forty, dude. He's thirty three. Still fucking pissing people off. Yeah, he still make mains in the four fifty class though. Yeah, he would. Hey, be fine. So I, I heard a question on one of the pulp shows the other day, and I think we should throw it out there. Yes. Who do you, what do you guys think will happen first? Who's going to retire first, Marty or the Martin brothers? Definitely Martin. The Martin brothers? Yeah. 100% I would hope Marty, because isn't, aren't Marty, isn't Marty older than the Martin brothers? Yeah, uh, Amart's 30 and J-Mart's like 27. But I thought, Mar- I thought Mar- Amart was like 31. No, he he might be just turning 31. But I don't know. Do you think Brayton outlasts them all? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like 95% sure that he is 31. I swear I heard an interview and talking about it. I think so. Well, Martin's like what, 33, 34? 34, I think his birthday was the other day. So, Well, he ain't racing until he's 40. So. Crashes too much still. Uh, yeah, Marty. 
<laughs> party, party, Marty, baby. Hey, though, can we uh, can we talk about uh, the man of the hour in the 250 class, though? Christian Craig. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about Joe Shimoda. Joe just had a simple no, ride. No, there, there are three guys I want to touch on. I want to I want to touch on Christian because um, I, I don't think we all really expected that. I'm so happy for that dude. Um, yeah, we've all shit on him pretty hard. Hey, I don't shit on him. Hey, bro, he called us all out. And, I'm a Christian and, uh, Craig believer. <laughs> Whatever. Press um, conference. So the, the sneaky good ride from Colt Nichols. Okay. Um, I want to touch on All those that. starts were terrible. So if he could yeah, get a start. Yep. Um, and I do want to touch on Joe Shimoda. Third. Colt did. Yeah. Yeah, just sneaky good, right? Yeah, I think if he could get a start. Is he is he one of your boys that rides in Oklahoma, or at least he used to or something? Um, he's Bogle's boy. I never really met him. Oh, okay. Aren't him and Benny, though, friends? Uh, him and Nichols? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's what I thought. Kev, we yeah, need you kinda, to... I mean, semi-Oklahoma-based, so yeah. We need you to be boys with Nickel and Bogle because we, oh, Jesus. we want oh, you to dress fly as hell. And Dude, come I can't in. see Kev wearing a, a cross on his ear. I can't see him yeah. wearing a, a cross <laughs> earring. I can't see it. We need a nice cut beard and a cross earring. They want they want you to get tight with Nichols and Bogle. And I didn't say that. Walk in. And look like a TikTok. I don't care about Bogle. Nichols, I like him. I don't, I don't, no. <laughs> Not pack EMH, EMH or whatever. Yeah, those two are. Those no, two are. Actually, I don't know if y'all are a fan of Bogle or not, but I think Bogle's pretty cool, man. I, I, I love Bogle, dude. I like his wing a little bit and Oklahoma, so I, I praise it up to him. Hey, so Bogle has been my desktop wallpaper more times than not. The Geico days? Wow, when he's like doing all that weird oh, the mat, shit the, he the, does. The turn down uh, leg like, swag? Just the weird shit where he's leaning back, grabbing his helmet, like with his fucking back touching the fender. Oh yeah, wow. All right, so what do you guys want to talk about, Craig? What do you? What are you, you, want? you gonna keep Here's shitting Justin. on him? He's still on a prove it to me basis. What? That oh, was okay. That, that still was a very. It was an it, impressive ride, bro. Was he was the best. Ride. He was the best guy out there from the press day on. That is the Christian Craig we've seen for multiple years. But we haven't though. That he. That if he would not have these dumb things, that this would be what we would see all see, the time. we're going to have our first argument of the show. I but disagree because... we he, see all these dumb... But he, all this dumb shit happens all the time. The little tip-overs. But there was no dumb shit. Dylan thing. All that uh, shit happens all the time. The but did he, he still won, though. Yeah. He still won the heat race. Even after a knife in the front end, he still won, though. See, before Craig, after he'd go down like that, even in a heat race, he'd get all in his head and he'd start going backwards. He'd start mistiming stuff, getting loose in the whoops. He Look, I'm not convinced it. we're not to, we're not past that. Okay, I'm not convinced we're past that point. So it's okay? kind of like what we talked about though with this with this group of 250 guys though, and put Fortner in it, put Jed in it, put RJ, Colt. All these guys have had instances where they've been capable of winning, but then they all make that mental mistake. And that's the thing though is is that all of them Fortner didn't, but all of them hit the ground at least once or twice. It's but early. Then they, Give Fortner time, bro. Calm down. He's gonna hit the ground. Jed already hit the ground, so let's not talk about That's that. That's totally fine. But all I'm saying is, is that if you're not already a believer, I know it was just one race, but how dominant it was, then I don't know what else I can tell you. Like, that was not the Christian Craig we fastest, normally see. Fa- yeah, fastest qualifier, heat win, main win. And I know the press day thing doesn't matter, but he even said he wanted to go out there and he wanted to prove a point the first time his tires touched track. Yeah, well, he looked good in press day also. He, but I, Craig, though, normally. And that was a good ride. But I'm he doesn't normally that. put this in through a whole entire day, though. No, I'm not convinced he can do it for a whole entire season. I'm but not, the thing is, is, who, who would who would you are. say, though, is convincing that he could, though? 
Because that's the thing. You look at all these guys, and none of them have been able to do it. Whoever hits the ground the least in the East here is going <laughs> Did you mean for that to run? No, I didn't. It just so, came that, out that that's way. That's the question, though, is, is that if you don't believe in Craig after that dominant performance, who are you going to believe in? I don't believe in any of them. They're all fucking nut jobs. Kevin included. Wow. I'll say that right to the fucking face. I don't care. They're all nut jobs. That's a dickhead move. They're all fucking nut jobs. He doesn't like you anymore. (laughs) Look, I bet bet that check still cashes every month. All right. Let's just be easy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, dude, no, I think they're all fucking nut jobs. And whoever hits the deck the least is going to win the East Coast title. That's it. That's all there is to it. Christian Craig. Whether it be Craig, Forkner, Jet, fuck even RJ. RJ's not winning. Uh, they're all going to get COVID, and Jet's our not man winning. Kevin's winning a title. Actually, you know who's winning? Shimoda's winning the fucking title. <laughs> it is kind of wild, the thought of, like, that that's probably going to happen at some point this year, that one of the top guys is going to get COVID and it's going to screw him. That is wild, It's going to be Eli Tomek. <laughs> all righty. I don't know. Well, no, that, that wouldn't be able to work. Um, Kevin's trying to think of a way to win You should invite them all over. And just Kevin's going to get a vial of COVID again. and just give it to every one of them, just sneak it past him, and he's be like, ah, I won the championship. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, I just, I, there's, gotta be, there's no way that they don't have something ready to go or they haven't paid somebody off. Like, you really think they're going to spend all this money, for instance, like Tomac, and say Tomac risks or somehow he gets it, and they're just done like how does that how does that make sense i i they'll pay somebody off well something. the thing though is is that somebody and we've already probably heard it like a lot of people have but like they like somebody i guess one of the top guys i don't know if it was 250 450 but had it in salt lake and they paid people to just not talk about it no shit yeah hmm. but i don't know if it, like i said i don't know if it's 250 450 but i guess somebody tested positive and they just kind of swept it underneath the rug but the thing though is is that with how ridiculous everything is getting like even though our sport is still small no other sport has been able to get away with somebody testing positive and then just sweep it underneath the rug. So, I think our sport's still small enough to where we can. I mean, yeah, but I just I don't know what's going to happen if it gets to that point and then it finds out, oh, somebody had COVID. Well, here's the thing. And they name drop. If Dude, it's, it's just like Carmichael back in the day. 25 points? Okay, I'll just sit the season out. Oh, here's your 25 points. Oh, I thought we were going to go blood doping. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, he blood doped too. Yeah, but. EPOs. <laughs> That's Kev's boy. You guys shouldn't talk shit like that. I like Carmichael. <laughs> Shut up. I want to know what program he's on to get back into the get his jawline back, bro. What, dude? He's just putting in the he's work. He's thin okay? now, man. That's what I'm saying. He got his jawline back. You gotta love the Botox. process. Love the process. So, <laughs> Carmichael, bro. Kev's like this show is getting stupid. Uh, Fuck this. He's not Fat Ricky anymore. All right. He was Fat Ricky for a while. Jesus. <laughs> so, um, here's the thing, though. How do these teams not fly these guys private to every fucking race? Are you referring to Kenny and Eli? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, that made it, the way, the way that whole situation went down, it sounded like they did that out of their own pocket. How are these big teams, especially like Kawasaki, you have two of the top dudes. How's Husky not doing it? How's it KTM not doing it? Okay, but is it worth a title? Well, if you ask Carmichael and Chad, they had their own private jet, so. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. We're way off 250. Know, we are we're doing off this. 250 Anyways, can we go back to the 250s? I, I just can't. No. All right, fine. Let's go back to 250s. Let's talk about Joe Schmoda because that was impressive to me. It's kind of like what he did in the last year in 250s, uh, though. Watching him all offseason, some of the videos I saw, and just like how good his technique looked standing up in a lot of places. Yeah. Um, 
like I can go back to Craig, one spot that I saw he was making up, you know, just a little bit of time, but it was enough, was that little double before the finish line. He'd stand up all the way through the corner and just drive through it with his legs. Mm -hmm. Where all a lot of guys I saw were going around the corner with their leg out and trying to lay into it and scrub into it with their leg out. Um, Shimoda is one of those guys that I've seen while he's riding starting to use his legs a lot and push through the stuff with his legs and... I, he just looks like a whole different guy on that Kawasaki. So he looks I kind of saw that coming. He looks like he has a lot more room to move because, like I mentioned it, he looks a lot more extended on the bike. But you could tell when he was on that Honda, like how cramped he was. Mm -hmm. And now it just seems like he has a lot more room to move around and he can actually be comfortable because if you notice, like he, he puts his hips back and then his chest kind of gets backwards. And he just he looks a lot more comfortable on the Kawasaki than he did on the Honda. All right. Anything else with 250s here? Because we're getting towards our time where I reset that one camera. Since we're still average Joe's gym over here. Yeah, since we were way off topic talking about random shit. Look, dude, there's nothing random about private jets. Kev, you got anything else you want to talk about with uh, with 250s? I know you were racing. Oh, I think that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know you were racing, so you didn't get to see a lot of it, but... Yeah, no. Do you, the day after, go watch it back right away when you find time, or is has time been pretty slim? Well, I just watched, like, my heat. I just watched Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, so yeah, I didn't really watch because like my phone was just absolutely blown up because of like the way they gave me the TV time at the end of the heat race. So like I had just shit ton of people messaging me and posting <laughs> to Instagram about that, sending me videos and stuff. That was pretty cool. That is cool. That is cool. Yep, it's a good time. It's a good time. All right, cool. Well, we'll take a quick break here. We will uh, go pay some bills and uh, we will come back with our four fifty wrap up and then get this show tied up with a bow. So we'll be right back. Okay. All right. Let's talk 450s here. Kev got off the phone with us. He had stuff to do, you know, racing stuff. Quit playing with that fucking Yeah, I don't know why I've been having that. Well, I saw you. Uh, let's just hope that this 450 segment doesn't go as far off the rails as the other one. You know, I thought That seems about, to happen when we got other people on the line. Honestly, I kind of thought about just getting off the whole segment thing anyway, because, I mean, look at this. We're official now. We just sit here and talk yeah, all day. I mean, let's, let's get some feedback from the people. All right, people. People. Comment down below. Should we get rid of the sections? Should we just talk for Spitball. an hour or two here, however long it's going to be? What should we do exactly? 450s, though. Where do we want to start off? Because there was a lot going on. Uh, can we start with Marty's loop out? No, no. No, no. <laughs> I think the only way to start is oh. a welcome to the 450 class, courtesy of Chase Sexton. Brandon Hartraft from, like, basically hole shotting to 10th place and three quarters of a lap. Still made the main. Still made the main. But he I mean, did. You it's... know who else made the main? <laughs> Can we just give some credit to the man? Seven Eric. Deuce Deuce or Alex Ray? Seven Deuce Deuce. Bro. I know. We yeah, well, just think about, though, once again, think about if Mikel Rath would have been there, Anstey would have been there, if Bobo would have decided to Yeah, rest. but they weren't. But what I'm saying is, is that, like, it goes back to what we talked about. If the guys that are actually all supposed to show up and race, no privateers making it in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's not even going to be close. Right. 100%. So um, do, speaking of that, one more thing: Do we have any idea if Hill's actually going to race this year? Not a fucking uh, no sign of life. Boo! No one cares. Uh, just put a monster claw on your chest. Baggett's going to go to the MXGPs. Eat a bag of dicks. You think? Yes. No. 
How do you, what's your Breaking source? news, you heard it here first. We are the only Moto <laughs> media outlet that Blake Baggett has gotten back to. No, no. Somebody <laughs> said he texted him back. I can't remember who it was. There's just rumors. Yeah, it was us. There's just rumors. <laughs> yeah, it was us. It was us. There's, there's no just rumors. I don't think he's actually going to the GPs, but there's just rumors that he's been talking we to We probably people. should just quit. We don't go to the races anyway. No, here we go. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Then we got B. But hold uh, on, because if somebody calls him out about beef, he'll, he'll just... Hey, we should just do that. Let's just, like, hey, man, hey, let's just like make a marketing strategy. Let's call Gypsy Tails out. Is, like, our, is our goal... I don't want to call Gypsy Tails out. I like that guy. Can I we do too, but let's start a fake beef. Get our numbers up. Get his can up. We get a, can we get <laughs> just beef, get everybody's number Can we get a beef going with Johnny Hopper and Jeremy Hammer? Just all of them? Oh, I'll give Hammer the fucking hammer. <laughs> Can we? Hey, you know what would actually be the perfect thing is we talk enough shit about Mathis if somebody sees this, okay. and then we get our name mentioned on the pop oh, show. No, all cool. all they're gonna do is be like these fucking idiots that no one's ever heard of are talking shit about us. Shocker. Yeah, that's how it would be. But I like JT Money, so I like Weech. I like Weech. Math. Yeah, I like Weech. Math. Like you suck a dick. I like Steve most. Wow. Okay. We I don't just like went, Steve. We went there. I don't. You like talk Steve about me. Yeah, I was aggressive. You just went. Right I'm for feeling it. it with this microphone, man. Hey, you really have some balls going on behind this microphone like a big pair here. What happened to your boy? Who? Which one? <laughs> you mean the fact that he hit somebody's rear wheel? I'm talking Sexton. Oh. Oh. Oh, uh, Martin decided to go well, flying, flying, I'm not, flying. I'm not, I'm not sure if you've listened to the uh, to the wrap-up show. He cracked twice on the site lap, which was awesome. That 450 a little bit too much for him indoors? I have no idea. But no, he that, his energy for that, look, bro. that crash was not his fault, though. Party Martin decided say, to go fly in Hawaii. He and decided to party. He flew to Hawaii. You, <laughs> can't really, you can't really throw that or, um, or like, well, the Zacco thing, I guess you could put a little bit more on Zacco because it was a shitty start and just a bad I, situation. I, I want to make a comment on Zacco. But... The, as far as the Sexton thing goes, you can't really pin that on Sexton, okay? No. Sexton was out there. He was fast. He was fucking fastest qualifier. He but looked good all day. Where, it was literally just a circumstantial thing. Where was he running before that happened? Where were those uh, running? Dude, he, was, he, was, he was far back. He was like, I think, 13 or 14. He was ahead of the they guy were, with the number one on the front. They were buried. Oh, they were buried. No, he might have been like 11th or 12th. They were buried, though. I was saying, he was back in the pack, but I mean, when Marty goes down in front of you like that, you have nowhere to go. He definitely got a welcome to the 450 class, though, in Supercross. I think it's it's good, as JT said, it kind of uh, will level him out, because let's face it, you come out in outdoors, you set the fastest time, you run up front, you don't have any issues, and then you come into indoors, you set the fastest time. If he'd have gone through that race, not had any issues, and finished, say, in the top five, six, whatever... Then it, your head you gets way bigger than it already and is, and that turns into he's a problem. He's one of those big-headed guys. Yeah, now he is. Yeah, he's getting a reality check though. Well, hey, dude, that's all right. He took Fortner's. Was it Fortner's trick too? Oh God. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> well, McAdoo took his. So. Speaking speaking of beef here, well, and Coop we, took we should get Kevin on our Moto TMZ. Very the beef. He could here. be our secret little mole. Oh man, no, because people will figure that out really quick. Kevin ain't that guy. Kind no, of he's not that guy. We could find somebody to be that guy. We could. We should. We should. I bet Anstey would do it. Yeah, because Anstey don't give a shit. He doesn't care. Yeah, because Anstey would talk to us. Yeah. Yeah, he would, because he doesn't care. I don't know. I, I don't think I've DM'd him yet. Just well, DM him. Just just lay it on the line. Hey, we want all the beef in the pits. We want to bury the beef. Yeah, because the thing is, he doesn't give a shit. He'd go up and just say something to somebody, because they ain't going to do anything. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. So, I hate to make Travis's head big over here. Oh, boy. Here we go. Yes. yes. Let's, let's hear this, baby. Go. Um, I got to give credit where credit is due. Osborne from dead last in the first corner to work his way Fucking to the top ten. A right. Come on. He was okay. In this stack of a field, and he was able to. That do was that. a good fucking ride. 
I think he would have been fine if he got a good start in the main, but I still don't believe that he would have been anywhere near Kenny or Barsha. Did you see him go around no, the outside? No, but I would have seen him what? maybe on you the podium. See, you see maybe. The, you see in the heat when he went around the outside, your boy Coop? Fucking Coop. Fucking First Tomac. off, don't say my boy Coop because... Tomac. Hey, Tomac that shit see, around he, the outside. Here's the thing, though, and, and we can keep of talking. Of the 2019 champion. But see, here's the thing, though. Something is going on. See a bitch. Something is... He ain't going to do that every round. Something is happening okay. with, with Coop and Eli, though. Because those were not Coop and Eli. That's well, the thing. Eli, we talk, like That was an Eli performance. Okay, if you look at Eli every first round every year. But that was terrible. bad, though, dude. That was really bad. I mean, that was really terrible. I mean, I, I went was, around him and he looked like he was like looking for a hot dog. Look, I don't I don't like Eli and everybody knows that. But, like, I'll even admit that. Like, we can talk about he's had some bad performances. And everybody wants to talk about he's never won the first round no matter where it's been. Nope. But that was not a typical even Eli bad performance. Like, after the freezy thing, and we didn't see it. Cut, but they got the side cam review. I don't know if he tried running Freeze you wide. But, yes. But like he let Freeze get in his head. But that you? wasn't Freeze's fault though. Like Eli ran it in on him. Freeze got too much of a lean angle, and then he had nowhere to go. Like well, it wasn't. But you reap what you sow, and Freeze being Freeze. But Vince, as soon as you get into no, it with Vince, Freeze at all, Vince didn't do anything Vince in that corner though. He was already in the corner. Eli ran it in deep on him. Eli is not very good at trying to block. No, him. like Cooper Webb style. Look, I don't care. Okay, if I'm. If, if I run into Vince Freeze and go down, I'm still pissed at Freeze, okay? See, but that's dumb, though, because that's Eli just getting all emotional thing and people just, just yeah, not getting his well, way. Yeah, that's Eli. But I will say this, it. though. Zacho, yes, he rode good. He rode great in the heat race. But I'm not going to say that he he wouldn't have won the race, though. No, no, no. I'm not I, calling that. I'm, I'm just saying sure that would be a respectable that. ride coming from that. I just want to see what happens, though. And we talk about this. Like, everybody's not always on it. But, like, yeah, he would have rode good. But, once again, we know something was going on with Coop. We know something was going on with Eli. Like, I want to know what's going to happen then when those two are on it. But, yes, Zacho, he rode good. And, yeah, it was his fault that he got a bad start. I don't know what the hell, like, he was doing. Like, his reaction time was absolutely terrible. I was going to say, it was do- I mean, when you watched him go down that first corner, he was, like, dead fucking last anyway. And then he but, ran in the back of somebody. But the thing is, though, is I even said, even though I don't think he's going to win a race and I don't think he's going to be battling for a title, I still can't see him doing worse than top five. Like, he's still one of the best guys in the class. I just don't think he's on those – I mean, we'll see where Barsha goes, but, like, with Kenny, Coop, and Eli – but can we talk about, like, I guess we just talked about Eli, but, like, Coop, I have an opinion on what was going on with him. I don't hey, think great. It, Spit it out. I don't, think, I don't think he was sick. I think that he, we've, we've listened to him how bad last year went for him, you know, getting hurt. He thought he could have won the title had he not fucking went through the air and landed on his back and then been sick on in St. Louis. back in his concrete. But I think that he put so much pressure on himself through the offseason. He probably worked harder than he has in a long time. And I think that everybody was talking about, yeah, dude, that you could have won last year. You're going to be the guy that's going to win it again. This and that. And I don't think he was physically drained when he got there. But I think that when the main hit, I think that mentally, he just didn't have anything. I think there was so much pressure on him. And we talk about Coop being one of the most mentally stable guys, not just in this country, but in the world riding a dirt bike. I think we can all agree with that. He's... You can't break him. But I think that it just kind of got to him that, like, I hey, break you. I think that he just – he didn't have anything. I mean, when is the last time that we've seen Coop in the last two years get a 12th place start and only get 10th? Past two guys. I mean, him and Savachi, and this is not a knock on Joey, but, like, him and Savachi were battling for a good seven laps. Like, I have not seen Coop do that since the Yamaha days. And he just didn't have anything. And I think mentally – this is just my opinion. I think mentally – I think everything got to him. I think he just he didn't have anything. I just like rare time. I just I just do. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think I can the, have that opinion. We don't even go to the races. I, I don't <laughs> think the, the heat race set well with him either. He had that. He 
you should have won that heat race. That yeah. was his to win. And then Zach went around like, the outside. Like you got a, a like a guy like AP pressuring you, and Coop's like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" Yeah, like AP thinks gonna fuck with some people. This sometimes year. it's like we know that Coop isn't always the fastest guy, but because his racecraft is so good and that whole like being able to have eyes in the back of your head, he still does well. Detroit 2019 comes to mind in the Triple Crown, but he just it wasn't a speed thing. He just didn't have anything on Saturday night, and I just. It's been since the Yamaha days, so I think mentally, I think he was just drained. I think that it just it got to him. He got what? He get ninth? He get ninth or tenth? Tenth. So results pulled out. I I think that was with him. That was all going on with him. But Eli, I think that I know it was one round, but he just made it real hard to repeat. Yeah, hundred percent. Thirteenth is not, uh, especially with this field for at least uh, let's say four or five rounds because we don't have to worry about guys getting hurt at the test track. And now he doesn't have that extra day to like go back to Colorado or California and work on anything. So now Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday's going to be real interesting. Tuesday's going to come real fast. Because Salt Lake, he didn't really have a bad round. So you're like, oh, what's Eli going to do? Now, first round, he's had a bad round. Tuesday's going to be real interesting. Is he going to be able to rebound or is it going to compound it? And if it gets worse, I don't think – if he has one or two more bad rounds – I think championship already. If over. he doesn't get this straightened up, if he doesn't by next Saturday get in the podium spot by yeah by next Saturday by the third Houston, he I don't yeah it's bad. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, yeah. Coop's the same way. Coop's gotta get his shit together by round three. But otherwise, the, but the thing is, is it, the field is so stacked right now. This tomorrow night, it could yeah, be that's great. It could be Barshow and Roxon back in fourteen. Could be, but this is no. this is where I think too that that Zacho ride tomorrow. was so impressive. From coming from literally on the ground, dead last in the first corner to 10th, I mean, let's face it, we've been spoiled for years. We have watched these guys, the top guys especially, they can go down the first corner by lap three, they're in 10th place. By lap five, six, they're in, they're well within the top 10 and working their way through. I don't think, we're, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't think we're going to see that anymore no. because there's too many dudes. But the fact that Zach worked his way all the way up to 10th and then you watch guys like Coop, you watch guys like Tomac, and especially Tomac. Huh? Yeah, he was 11th. He's like 11th. I thought it was 10th. No. Coop was 10th. Because no AP way. got 9th because Frenchie passed AP on the last lap race. Dude, Zach was 10th. I'm telling you. Now you're making me look it up. All right, you guys talk. Oh, you're a boy and you don't know what place he got? See, he got 10th. Thing. That's why. You guys are making me get back. But yeah, that's fine. Okay. So here's the thing, though. I I think it was impressive, but you also can't deny, as much as you are a Zacho fan, that how some of the things went his way to get to wherever he got. Yeah, sure, whatever. Well, let's see. Okay, so Eli goes down. <laughs> Sexton goes down. Savachi's first race back at Supercross. He passed him. Uh, Party Marty decided to go to Hawaii when he flew through the air. And... Even Vince Freeze, who was riding good, who Vince is obviously not on Zacho's level, but even Vince was having his issues. So, yes, it was impressive for him to go down in the first turn and get back to where he did. But let's well, also be honest. Zach Osborne was 10th place. Okay, Webb was 9th. Okay. okay. So then Frenchie got 7th. So, so, like I said, to come back. But he had a lot of things go his way, though. What do you mean? He just didn't listen to anything I just no, said. No, I didn't. I was looking okay. it up. Why would you so, talk to me? I told you all right, guys. So, <laughs> he had a lot of things go his way. Eli was having a bad race. Savachi's first race back in Supercross. Uh, Freeze, even though he's not on Zacho's level, was having a bad race. Party Marty decided to go to Hawaii. Sexton was having a bad race. Like, there was a lot of different things that he had going on. And even, because if you look at it when he got to, what was it, 13th, when him, Eli, and Dino were battling freight training. It took him, what, four laps to get around Wilson? So, yes, he did get 10th, and that was good. 
but he had a lot of things go his way to get 10th. It's not like he just got to 10th because he was faster than everybody else. Eli went down. Like I said, Sexton went down. Martin went down. Wilson, I don't ever expect Wilson to beat Zach up. And like I said, Joey's first race back. But even with hey, Joey, it took know, him... First practice, fastest. Know. But even Joey, though, it took him three laps to get around Joey. And hey. Joey was f- fading hard. So, like, yes, he got 10th, and that was great, and I'm not going to take it away from him. But you also can't just say, oh, he got 10th because... Who else he... went through the field in the 450 class like that in the main? None of them. Name one other guy in that race, which I know you just named all these guys that had bad races, like Eli and Cooper and stuff. Are you talking about when going down, like going down to the first turn? No, I'm just saying any dude in that in that main event made some moves. that had a bad Ferrandis, yes. So Ferrandis well, passed AP on the last lap. Yes, he went around Anderson around the outside. So Ferrandis did too. make some good moves, and yes, he is another one that moved up. I'm not sure he quite passed as many people as Zach, but whatever. I mean, he had the best race out of anybody outside of, I guess, Darsh and Kenny. But as far as, like, moving through people, the way he looked, I guess, doing it, I mean, dude, dude. But like I said, when you have a bunch of guys crash in front of you, though, as you're moving forward, it takes away from it a little bit. I got yeah. I mean, yeah, Freeze and Tomac were on the ground. Sexton, that was five, Martin. six seconds that he made up a lot easier. Yeah, but nobody else did it. I understand that, but like I said, when you have guys crash in front of you to get to there, yeah, it yeah. takes away from it a little bit. That's the point he's making. If Kenny went down in the first corner and, or, I, I don't know, maybe let's not use Kenny as an example. Let's use AP as an example. He goes down in the first corner, and he's working his way through. Tomac and Freeze go down. He's getting the, fight, the same five, six seconds as I was yes. getting. So it's not me taking anything away from Zach's ride. He rode great because, honestly, when I saw him down in the first turn, I was like, oh, crap, it's going to be a long man. I think he's always going to get 15th or 14th. But then when you watch these other guys, like I said, with Sexton, if Sexton doesn't go down with Marty, I, Zach always getting around him like that in the first right. one lap. He's not going around him that easy. And if Eli's yeah, having Marty that easy. And if Eli's having a normal Eli race, he's not going around Eli like that. Look, all I'm saying is when Zach wins on Tuesday, I'm going to shit all over you on the Wednesday I show. Hope. Bro, his speed was nowhere near Barsha and Kenny I'm going to shit all over you They were a second faster than him on the fast lap. Well, nobody was on pace with those two. They so, put fucking 15 seconds so that's on what I'm third saying. place. He's not going to beat them unless they go down to the first turn. 15 seconds well, those I two. I can't put. wait for you to shit on our chest. I'm also not so sure that he would be juicy. Not have beaten AC. I think AC would have beat him. Yeah, probably. Sneaky good ride by AC. So, anyways, can we get off, we get off Zacho with we, two off-season surgery? Can we talk about Aaron Plessinger? Uh, he's looking better. Aaron Plessinger finally showed up. Yeah, let's yeah. work our way from... Let's start with all the Yamaha boys. If we're going to bring up AP, let's start with the... Uh, I thought he had a good ride. Were you guys happy for him? Because I was. I, I know yeah. that's not, like, amazing, but, like... That heat race was very impressive. He was actually relevant. That was cool. Yeah, that was great. I, I, th- I think it was awesome, and I think that uh, they talked about it a little bit during the uh, practice show, um, how he just he's going in with different views this year, and yeah. he's got more expectation. And I think that this being his last year, I think that I think it's going to motivate him a little more. Not to say that Aaron's never been not motivated, but we kind of always know how Aaron is. He's kind of like this laugh, like hey, joke around, whatever. Mm-hmm. And now with the star team doing taking over the whole program. I thought that was a great race. Like I said, it's not like he got top five, got a podium, but for how his last two years have been, dude, I was happy for him. That was awesome. Just like to finish the race and not die in the first round was amazing for him. Yeah, and it, it was impressive to me of how he called his shot on Steve's show. So we all listen to Steve's show. Everybody yeah. that listens to this one probably does too. Yeah, keep talking. I'm gonna check out the camera. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so 
he just was super confident on that show. Like, I'm gonna be the guy I was supposed to be. This is what I'm gonna do, and he came out and did it. Well, people forget that was impressive for me. People forget about how dominant his last year of the 250 class was. Yeah, like I understand that Zacho and Jamar got hurt outdoors, but he was still on par with them. Still was up there in the points. But like his Supercross season that year, like he was pretty damn dominant. So, and yeah, it also proves how ignorant the Yamaha people were too. Um, I'm <laughs> letting these guys do what they want with the bike, and look what it did. I'm not like expecting him to win races, but I can't see why that if he continues to keep this going, why he can't get on the box a few times this year. I don't know where his cardio is. Like he didn't really fade. Like I know that Frenchy got him at the end of last lap. But, like, I don't know if his cardio is good enough right now to run that pace for 20 plus one. But, like, his speed, though, is there. Yeah. He just – I was happy for him. I always liked Aaron. I thought he's a good dude. You know, growing around this area, you we all kind of watched it. Well, oh, maybe yeah, not Travis, yeah, yeah. but, like, we watched him grow up. You know, so I think I think it's cool. I want to see him do well again, and it's more parody, so that's always good. All right, let's move on to the other star Yamaha dude. Let's talk about Malcolm Stewart. Another, another sneaky good ride. Well, it's also kind of – Scary to think the fact that he's been on the bike for what a week riding a supercross track and he already gets oh, seventh. Yeah, he's only been riding supercross for like a week, week and a half. Really? Yeah, he's I'm... been on the bike longer than that, but he was riding like turn tracks in the hills. He didn't really get on a bike on a supercross track till like a week and a half ago. Or like the scrimmage and all that. Yeah. Hmm. So like he's been riding for like what I think three weeks after he crashed or whatever it was. Yeah. But he was on doing turn tracks for like a good week. He didn't ride a supercross track. Where, where's this information coming from? Instagram, man. It's all over Instagram, and they were talking about it. Like people were like, "Oh yeah, he's riding," and they're like, "No, he's riding the turn track." Huh. So you no. get into the Weird. comments. I know. Um, yeah. yeah, no, he he hasn't been on a supercross track, and if anything, it's only been two weeks. So hmm. for that to be the case, yeah, it's pretty good. I think that's that a little scary. I think that he's going to be back up to par here soon. Yeah, and if I'm everybody else, I'm looking at that performance. Like I said, it wasn't flashy. He didn't. He almost didn't make it in on the heat race because he went down. Yeah, I'm going. That's that's yeah. That's not good. No. Because if he's back up to par soon, yeah, he's going to be winning. I know that you guys didn't call that, but that's impressive. The fact that he got seventh. Yeah. That's, yeah. Good. So. No, that was a good ride. Yeah. Um, what? Oh, you're talking Frenchie? Yeah, I'm talking Frenchie. I thought we were talking about Mookie. No. Oh. Frenchie. Uh, we were talking about Mookie. We, we moved to Mookie. Mookie. We didn't talk about Frenchie, though. That was just a whole ramble about about Frenchie, huh? Yeah, we were thought we were talking about Mookie. <laughs> we didn't talk about Frenchie. We were talking about AP. No, we were talking yeah, about AP. And then we were talking about Mookie. So you wanted to go up the line, though, as far as Yamaha's. Uh, I know, but we jumped. Oh, no, I'm talking about Ferrandez. Oh, well, okay. Good plot twist. Good, good, good comments. Wow, right, guys, cool. how did you not? That whole entire Mookie didn't get hurt. I'm on board with that. So yeah, that's why we were. That's so, why we that's were. That's why I was like, hurt so how, how did yeah. you guys not? Oh my god! All right, cool. All right, I so, thought you heard us say Mookie. No, wow, we yeah. are definitely on the same page. That's the first time that's happened ever. Wow. Okay, cool. All right, well, let's keep moving then. Uh, uh, I guess so, we'll yeah. go to Mookie now. Good, good comments on Ferrandis. Do you have anything about Mookie? Make it quick because we got to get through this. So what? Mookie riding turn track. No, Mookie's been on a Supercross track pretty much all the time. Okay, so you don't think he can win? No. Okay. All right, that's fair. So. <laughs> um, let's move to the top two, though, because we haven't talked about them yet here. Uh, we we don't really have a lot to say about AC either. That was just a sneaky... Just a sneaky good ride. Marv, though, podium. Yeah, Marv. I don't want to skip over that. Marv was okay. Well, we got, we got like five, six minutes, so make it Okay, quick. well, everybody shit on Marv, and he got a podium, so... He's going to win. That doesn't surprise me, though. It does me. It really? Does me. Really? Been away from Supercross for a year. I guess he's gonna win. He's gonna win. He's gonna win a couple races. Maybe. 
I think so. That was impressive. 2021 title contender. But we'll just see. I, I don't really want to make any bold, solid predictions until we're two, three rounds. Yeah, as you say, that's but the thing, too, is we're Barsha, though, only one rounded. We can talk about Kenny. That was great. He could have, if he wanted to, he could have been a little bit more aggressive and passed Barsha. I told I told Ashley when we were watching the race, I was like, he looks good, but I was like, there's looks, nowhere to pass. That bike looks great, by the way. Yeah. It tracks yeah. like an arrow. But Barsha, Brayden though. looked good on it, too. Uh, off Honda. Completely. That's Brayden. Completely. Yes. Brayden top 10. You need to listen. Good. Completely different Barsha. Completely different Barsha. Well, he won a, well, he won a one, so he's he's two and zero so no, far this year. I'm watching his technique. <laughs> Big Mo. I'm watching this technique, and he looks so much different on that gas gas. He's more centered on the bike where before he was really stiff with his legs. Bam bam gas gas fun fun. Chest in front of his arms, Wait, always right over the front. This is a completely different Barsha, and if he does this again on Tuesday, even if he gets on the box, uh, you're looking at a. Is that your phone? Yeah. This is a professional I show. I got a future headline. He's uh, looking at winning a title. Okay. Bam Bam on the gas gas win wins the first two rounds. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe. The track's he, not going to be that much different on Tuesday. He, uh... Build a fast. That was just impressive. That yeah. was just impressive because how much different his technique is on that Dude, board. and he had that quad after the finish. Uh, super I, I want to go back to Kenny on that quad. You mean we almost went to Indonesia, or um, just how we know Kenny's been a little reserved after the injury? Yeah. For him to pick up on that mid heat race and go for it, and almost ate it. <laughs> that's ballsy and shows some confidence, and then almost eating it and continuing to do it in the main. If Look, that, he's a if, dad now. He's if not that's scared. a Kenny that has demons in his head, yeah, I don't think he'd be quadding. Probably not. I just think that those two are on a different level, and I know everybody can say, "Oh, Marsha does this on the first round, and Kenny does this, and Kenny does that." But there were a lot of different things, and we can't really go into it, but there were just a lot of different things throughout that night that that was not your normal Kenny and Marsha first round. No. They just, there were just things, like I said, there were just things about it that were just different than any other time they've ever won the first round or gone 1-2 or whatever. <laughs> they just didn't look the same, to me at least. Yeah. Like I said, I just, I, if I'm impressed with anybody, it's just more Marsha than anything. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah. He just and looks, pressure the whole race. All right. And even when he pulled it back, like when he started making mistakes, he pulled it back. All right, we got a couple minutes left before that camera shuts off, and that's the only one recording audio. So let's talk about, real quick, picks for tomorrow night. Get your tongue back in your mouth. If you lick that microphone, I'm going to punch you with it. Uh, picks for tomorrow night. 254.50, uh, Austin rebounds and wins, and I think that Marsha backs it up and gets another one. Okay, cool. Travis? With as good as Barsha starts look, the way that bike came out of the gate like that, Marsha. 250s? 250s? Marsha backs it up for the first time in a long, long time. 250s? 250s? Would be great. <laughs> Kevin Murray. All right, 250s. cool. Uh, so, I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with Kenny. I think Kenny's going to get a start and go here. Marsha, I think, is going to be second, though. I think, I think they're going to run away again. Uh, 250s, I'm going to go with... Uh, you know what? The track's going to be pretty similar, so no, I think Craig's going to carry momentum. Oh, really? Think, oh, my God. Look at this fucking guy. I oh. think so. Yeah. Oh, hey, when Craig starts winning and he goes four in a row, are you going to be a Craig guy now? No. We. We are we. still going to be on that golden jet train. Well, that golden Craig's jet. Craig's going to be trying so hard to be in those family Instagrams. That oh golden, God, that golden jet is going to start going backwards. I don't think so. Yep. So, anyway, alright, so this has been another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, again presented by TLR Coatings and Premier Custom Trailers. 
Sorry for all the audio debacles and everything else in between. This is our oh, first time going with a full setup. We thank y'all for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on all the major social media networks. Cole is always putting out some fire on the Instagram page. Make sure to go uh, join our fantasy league on Bubble Mix Fantasy. Trying to prove my worth to Travis. Make sure to check out the fantasy podcast, which we are about to record right after we get done with this. And we will see everyone. Uh, we're going to put a show out Thursday, but it will be an audio-only show. So it will be on YouTube, but we won't have the full studio set up. And then we will see everyone Monday next week with the – or I'm sorry, next week, Tuesday, again, with the full studio set up, wrapping up Houston 3. Thanks for tuning in. See ya.